Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide podcast, a podcast for the the people, and that means you. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'm going to put it out there now. We're, we're keeping that in. Podcast for the people, that's the title. <laughs> How are you, Jay? I'm doing good, mate. Uh, first podcast record of 2020. Oh. So we haven't spoken for a few weeks. No, we haven't. But yeah, no, it's been good. Did you have a good Christmas and New Year's? I... Uh, I had a great Christmas and New Year's, um, loads of time off, which is always nice. Um, in Wales, where my mum lives, in the middle nice. of nowhere. How about you? It was good, yeah. I met um, my girlfriend's uh, family for the first time over New Year's. Wait, you have a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I know so much about you. I'm I'm just slowly allowing personal information to drip feeding the person. Drip, yeah, personal life, not personal information. It sounds like I'm going to get about my card number. That's not. <laughs> that's not it. I don't. I, it was. It was. It was good. It was good. I mean, I should caveat by saying she is the youngest of thirteen siblings. Wow. I know. So it was quite a daunting experience, but that's no, they they were really nice. They were really maximum nice. family. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like everyone should have been wearing a name badge. Like, what's your name and what's your relation? Uh, yes. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. That's that's, that's just beyond me. Uh, anyway, Joe, what are we talking about this week? So this week we have set the broad topical question of why should someone follow your band? That sounds very philosophical. It is. So, I mean, I think there are two approaches you could take to this whether that be follow your band in the sense that they buy your music, listen to your music, go to your gigs, or that they follow your band on social media. Oh, it's almost like you've thought this through. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess if you were to take it as in the more sort of esoteric way, which is why should someone follow your band? As in, why should they listen to your output, go to your gigs and things like that? Um, that could be quite a hard question to answer, actually. That could be quite difficult. Because um, I think there's a lot of bands who um, they sort of go, right, I'm this genre, I'm this. And I guess the, the the question you had to think about is, in what way are you unique as a band? What is your your unique offer, to give a real business term? Your um, USP, your USP, unique selling point. There you are. That's, that's a more commonly held term, isn't it? <laughs> USP. So you could... Um, Look at a band like Greta Van Fleet and you could say, um, look, they are, you know, they are a blues rock band. They do this. This is the kind of thing they do. Or from a more cynical eye, which a lot of people have said, they are Led Zeppelin Mark II. Um, and you've got to you've got to think about um, not necessarily being unique, but but portraying yourself in a unique way without trying to sound kind of corny and commercial and cheesy and things like that. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said there for for packaging. So I think it's a common misconception that with your band, that your music is the only output that you have, certainly in a creative way. When people are looking at bands, they, you know, it, it's, a, it's an argument, but people will look at logos, will look at your social media presence. If you look at classic bands across the ages, you know, you've kind of got like mods and rockers, where do you fit in that in, say, a modern context? It's all about how you portray your image everywhere, not only just in your music. Yeah. I think you, the way you've got to think about it um, is 
it's a it's a it's a kind of especially in the media digital age um for want of a much better phrase um portraying yourself visually is so important um because you've just got to look five minutes at any band's instagram or facebook account and you've got you can see it's 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 all about the the way that band or the way that artist portrays themselves um and it's not necessarily about you know who's who's taking the best selfies it's about what kind of things do you post do you post are you quite a funny band are you quite relaxed are you quite arty there's there's loads of different ways you can sort of pitch yourself um visually um which is something to really consider um in the this day and age i saw a band post earlier today i was just kind of catching up with a band that uh i hadn't heard from from a while i worked with them last year and they started the facebook post with facebook is dead and i think the implication was that i think a lot of bands now their main social media output is instagram I think it's fair. Well, the great irony being that Instagram being owned by Facebook, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that most people, if you're going to go follow a band or you're going to look up a band, would probably reach for Instagram. And with Instagram, its main modus operandi, if that's the right phrase, is that, that the is, right yes. phrase? Um, yeah. Its main purpose, its main thing. Yeah, is pictures. So. It, it is all about the image. People will see the pictures before they hear your band. Yes, um, which personally I find a bit tragic, but that's just the way the internet is nowadays. Um, there's no getting around that. Well, yeah, it, there's, there is an argument for it, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I agree with you that it's, it's a little bit tragic, but there are two camps, really. There are people who will sit there and go, it's tragic, and it should be this way, and it should be that way. Or there are other people that go, Okay, it's not ideal, but it's a vehicle for mm. success and being able to, you know, reach larger audiences and ultimately get the things you want, which are bigger shows and get your music heard wider. So yeah. they kind of will adapt and survive to it. Adapt and survive. That's the way of the internet. Yeah. There's something also to be said for if this podcast is listened to in a few months, years, time or whatever, there's going to be a different form of social media. There will be some. I mean, it's the big one now. TikTok. I, I I sound old in saying this. I do not understand TikTok. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. Both of us. Are t- we should we should get a Gen Zer on this podcast to uh, to explain TikTok. It's weird. It's like from what the adverts I saw that were served to me daily for months on end. It's people miming to music videos or to music, which I find right. bizarre to say the least. Um, but there we are. Yeah. It's also by, owned by a Chinese company, fun fact. Yeah, all I know is about the information leaks. That's the only thing I know about it. <laughs> all the positive uh, stuff. So, yeah, we're not exactly um, promoted or sponsored by TikTok, as you can tell. Maybe not. No. Although if TikTok want to, if they're listening and they want to reach out, <laughs> <laughs> we've given you a great commendation. I'm not sure how I feel about that. We'll sign up for it if you uh, sponsor our podcast. <laughs> So on the, I've got a note here talking about Instagram. It's maybe slightly jumping ahead, but how good are the quality of your photos? So, or just your posts in general. I'm not going to lie. I see some awful, awful photos on some bands' Instagram, and they look like they were taken on a potato rather than a camera. <laughs> like, like you just about make out what band members are in it. And I think, like you said, it's not ideal that that is the first impression people get of you rather than your music 
But if you want to play the game, you need to kind of up your game, so to speak. Mm. So having a friend that's... You know, everyone's got a friend that owns a DSLR. Getting them to come down and kind of take some pictures that you can use if you're making an announcement or like a gig announcement. Or, you know, everyone's... Someone in the band's going to have a half-decent camera on their phone. Just taking time to to maybe, you know, capture a few good photos and scheduling them with proper spacing. So if you've got three good photos, don't all put them in one post. Spread them across so your profile kind of looks, you know, beautifully consistent, for one for a better yeah. phrase, yeah. But, um, all social media nowadays, um, especially, well, no, especially Facebook and Instagram, they um, really go after regular and consistent posting. Um, so unfortunately with both of those social media platforms, everyone who, not everyone who likes your page will see your page and your posts, which is unfortunate, Mm. but that's the way it is. Um, and the way to increase that percentage is regular and consistent posting that people are engaging with. You can't, you can't just throw anything out there. Um, and we've mentioned it before, but a great app to consider if you are struggling to post regularly is later, later later.com. Um, Because that will help you schedule posts ahead of time and really think about the way you want to kind of construct your your, uh, social media presence. I'm going to give a shout out to Buffer as well. I use that. It just tends to work slightly better with an iPhone. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I don't have an iPhone, so I wouldn't. Yeah, that's our our PC Mac divide. Oh, Um, (laughs) let's not go down there. yeah it's one of my new year's resolutions that i'm going to post a bit more consistently so if people go on my instagram and see that i'm not feel free to shout at me because yeah i just i i need to make a more of an effort this year with social media yeah and interestingly um from what i've seen instagram especially um it rewards consistent posting but it doesn't necessarily matter how consistent that is. I guess minimum once once a week. Um, but as long as it spots you posting in a sort of pattern, it will actually reward that. So if you're going, oh my gosh, you know, I, I just do not have enough things, you can sort of space them out a little bit, uh, not too much. Um, and you can eke out your um, images or whatever it is a bit better. Mm. So we just mentioned there about consistency. One thing to consider as well as, you know, posting consistency and the timing and scheduling of your posts is having consistency in theme across all your Instagram posts or social media or any output that you put on the internet, really. Same could be said for your gigs. If you are like a dry and sarcastic band, then, you know, feel free to be that, but you kind of need to be consistent about Mm. it. It's, It's jarring when a band that you know might have really really slick visuals and they take themselves very very seriously and it's all mega hd (laughs) and then they just kind of post like a screenshot of like a meme or a joke it it can look quite jarring so having that consistent dare i say it branding across across your social media is going to gain more followers yeah another thing to think about especially with instagram we're heavily boosting the instagram talk today um is that you can post video there as well um and i think the more instagram is going to go on the more video is going to sort of like facebook just be brought to the front um and that's need to consider as well because then that is a way to show people your music because it should have sound on it as well and it won't be the best quality but 
it is a way for someone to very quickly hear your music. So planning out your maybe your occasional video posts as well would be really helpful. Um, and you can you can go mad with that. You can you know you can have a video where you're just talking to camera about you know whatever gigs coming up, whatever it may be. Um, or you could do studio videos, or you could do you know clips of music videos. There's loads of ways you can utilize that part of um, Instagram. Bands need to do that more often, where they actually talk into the camera. I don't see it done enough, and it works really, really effectively from some bands that I know that have been planning single releases. It's just having the band in a rehearsal room. All it takes is 30 seconds, get one person to hold it, everyone else in the background, and just go, hi, we're so-and-so, we've got a new single coming out, blah, blah, blah. Go and You can pre-save it here, here, here. And the same works for gigs. I think when you see a person and you hear them talking, you're much more inclined to pay attention. It, it breaks up the feed rather than, say, just another picture or especially with gig announcements, like some posters for gigs are, are pretty tame. So I think having having something that breaks that up and having a video of of your band is something that will really make you stand out. And of course, don't forget that anything you post on Instagram can very easily be cross-posted to Facebook. Um, so it's just a very, very easy way of um, duplicating things because you don't necessarily have the same people liking um, or following both your Facebook and your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And also from what you were saying as well about having a clip of your music, a great way to do that is to have a story of your music and then pin it to the top. Is it like favourite posts or something? So you yes. can kind of see like those and just kind of have it under new music and then have like a clip of all your songs there. Because the obvious issue with if you did it as a post is that it can quickly become buried. And of course, um, another kind of quick thought from me, um, posting direct links from or to Spotify on Instagram is so easy. It's so quick. And, you know, on a phone nowadays, someone can be on the Instagram app, can see, oh, you've got a new single out. Here's a link. Click. Goes to the Spotify app or whatever it is. And then they're listening to it. And that's just so quick. Um, you, you'd be foolish to ignore it. Mm. So going back to, I think, the, the question that we set up, which is why should someone follow your band? I think the best way I can think of it is putting yourself in the shoes of the follower. Mm. Like if you were if you were not in your band or if you were looking at other bands, what type of content would you want to see? I think unfortunately, especially with Facebook, there seems to be a trope of it just is loads and loads of gig announcements. Yes. So if you're trying to break out of your local scene, and I mean it might be great that you're getting loads of gigs locally, but if I've discovered a band from let's just say a different country like Milan or Milan's not Lisbon. a country. I meant, but it's in a different country. I'll take that. <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> anyway, is that um, those gig posts are irrelevant to me. They don't mean anything. So why should I bother following them? Whereas say personally, what I really like seeing is, you know, behind the scenes content. Is there going to be short videos of, you know, studio time or maybe kind of side of the stage of the gig or behind the scenes of a like planning meeting when they were kind of sorting mm. stuff out, like doing pre-production or demos. Those are the types of thing I find interesting. And I don't think the production value 
has to be that high. Yeah. As long as it's consistent. Like I mentioned before, if you've got an iPhone that came out in the last few years, you can make incredible behind-the-scenes content. Mm. I think the, the problem a lot of bands have is they think no one cares about this. This is just a band planning meeting. This is just us um, going to or from a gig. You know, we've got a really rubbish van. Who cares? People really care about that kind of stuff. And it can be quite fun if you think about how to do it. So an example I saw just today, as of day of recording, um, there's a band I follow and they're going to a gig. They're from, um, I want to say the north. I'm being very vague. And they're going to the southwest. Um, and so they stopped off um, on the way. Yeah. Um, at Stonehenge and they just took a few photos and it's just a really it kind of captures your attention which is really what you're trying to do on Instagram you're trying to capture people's attention um, and it was just it was a way of them going look we've got this gig tonight but it was also a way of a little bit of behind the scenes because this is the kind of thing they get up to when they're going to their gig yeah not to mention as well that with Instagram being a relatively short form I know there's Instagram TV but let's just kind of talk about main posts it has to be under a minute so you don't have to worry about kind of making these huge, epic videos that need to go on for ages and ages. If you are having a pre-production meeting, you can just do really, really shortcuts of interesting bits of like, you know, the bit where so-and-so walks in the room or like talking about why you're having it and what the end result is, if there's anything exciting. Those are the kind of things that I think fans will find interesting. And like you mentioned before, there's, there's an element of fear and the two things that I think I've come across that bands are fearful of is one is that nobody cares, nobody watches it. And secondly, is that you kind of get trolls, so to speak. You get people saying nasty things. The second one, the whole trolls nonsense, is it's just an unfortunate fact of being on the internet. I don't think there's nothing much you can do about it. Go and find the band you love the most and look on their comments they will you will find someone that's posted something really nasty i think if you want to be in a band and you want to be successful you want to be in the music industry in general you're just going to have to accept that you're just going to get some idiots that send messages to you and you just have to ignore them or do what i do and make a compilation of some of the funniest yes some of the things i've been accused of being part of are genuinely hilarious like worldwide conspiracies that i've been accused of being part part of worldwide conspiracies what are you part of? What have you done? Um, are you part of the New World Order? Or the honestly, not not far off. Which <laughs> uh, uh, was it? I've been I've been part of the the liberal elite. Oh, is one I get, is one I get that's nice. a fair bit when I did some advertising for mixing services. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'll share the rest with you in a in a private chat afterwards. I would love uh, love to see that. <laughs> yeah, and I think. The, f- the other point being that nobody's going to watch it, again, it's something to keep in mind that, I hate to say it, probably you won't get much attention for the first one. And that's fine. If you get a few people watching it and a few people sharing it, ask people to watch it and share it and like it, do whatever you need to, to kind of get it a little bit of traction, then kind of go, okay, we'll do another one. And I promise you, it, it might get slightly less or might get slightly more but if you you're consistent with it and you keep on posting interesting comment it will snowball nobody who has like over a million subscribers on youtube will tell you they're like oh yeah our first my first video got me a million subscribers and i was really successful and really rich instantly and it, it built this massive career it's having that small and steady and consistent growth 
is what's really important. It takes time. Mm-hmm. It just takes time. Um, I think another really important thing to consider is um, why should someone follow you musically? Um, so there's there's obviously there's the 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 way of the way you show yourself on social media and how people interact with you, but then inevitably being a band or an artist, your music is 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 really important as a part of that, um, and I think um, this is a maybe a bit of a a challenge to some, um, but if you look at some of the greatest artists um, certainly of the past, um, you will find a band that in its time was probably quite unique um and did something a bit different that maybe no one has done before uh and it's only later that other bands kind of saw that and tried to do something similar and i'm not saying that you know that if you're part of a genre you should suddenly go i know what with what this rock song needs is a bit of dubstep maybe um (laughs) unless you're that band um (laughs) i'm getting you a t-shirt with that on (laughs) please do Uh, (laughs) bands will love it um you can get me one with liberal elite on. I will. Uh, <laughs> tempting. Um, you know, I'm not saying you need to do something wildly different, but you just need to think about the type of music you're doing and how can you make it unique. And I'm not trying to say sell out and try and write something that you, you don't want to do. Um, but what what could you do that is slightly different um, to really set yourself apart? Yeah. To add to that, it's just something that has just come to my mind is actually have music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are so many bands that say, oh, you know, well, we want to build this following, we want to do that, we want to do this, we kind of want to get gigs in this other area. And I go, okay, cool, where's 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 like your music? I'll check it out. I might share it with some promoters that I know in other cities. And they go, oh, we haven't got any. Like doing social media, it's, it's kind of like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a, I'm trying to think of an example. It's, it's like spending ages on your hair and then not getting dressed before you leave the house. It's like being an actor and not having any credits. But you've done lots of rehearsals. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it just doesn't quite make sense. And the same really goes for your quality of music. There are people who focus so, so much on like their Instagram followers, but their music it sounds cheap. Like it's a demo that's done, which, you know, obviously has a purpose. But if you're kind of going, well, we want to break this area and kind of, you know, get attention of various people and management. You have to have the foundations there before you can do any of it. So, you know, let's be honest, quick plug is if you, if you are worried about that, speak to me and Phil, we'll sort you out. We'll get you an amazing sounding track that you can build a following on. There are so many bands that I know that have kind of, you know, they've built a steady following and then they kind of plateau and then they release some decent music or they release like a really great sounding single. And then the following just kind of skyrockets through there. Mm. And we've, I'm fairly sure we covered it in a previous podcast about like a proper release strategy. Um, you've got to be careful when you say done, I don't know, an EP about how you release it on the internet. This is sort of going back to our social media point. Um, is that if you've got, say, a five track EP, do you want to release that as one big EP that everyone you know you just kind of go here is our music listen to it or do you want to consider breaking up some of it or bringing out a couple of singles or maybe even bringing out five singles you might get more attention and maybe even more money um, from separating it out into separate elements mm-hmm. just on talking about social media strategies there 
I want to give a shout out to, if you don't mind, to one of the bands that I've worked with because they're, I'm pretty sure you've seen this, um, a band I worked with called Urban Architects. They did some amazing videos in the build-up to their first single release. And especially because it was their first single release, I'm sure they won't mind me saying, they, they went from nothing. They had no prior following to, to build upon. So having those unique videos, I mean, I think one of them was... Uh, they managed to get Ricky Gervais dancing in the office to sync up perfectly. Um, they did one which was like when Baby Yoda was massive towards the end of the last year. They kind of did a was my related post. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even Phil saw them because I, I think I sent them to you and I was yeah. like, look at these. They're really great. <laughs> um, and it gave them a platform to to build upon. It was something that, you know, I had aunties over Christmas coming to me and saying, oh yeah, well, I saw the, um, I saw that really funny video. What's the song in it? And then they kind of built a platform from there. So they're getting attention just because they've had a really clever release strategy because they've had to think outside the box. So yeah, having those kind of things and not just going, here's our music, please listen to it. We'd really <laughs> appreciate it. That When I see just a post that says that, that's the voice I say it in my head. Boredom. Yeah. Just like, oh cool, well, what separates you from every other person that's released music in the last two weeks. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. It's very, very true. Um, you've got a, oh, it's, it sounds, it's, when I say it, it sounds horrendous and commercial to some people. You've got to think about your personality, both kind of as individual band members and as a band collectively, and how you can portray that best. Uh, because fans of your music will want to know what you are like um especially if they can't see you gig especially if they can't go and meet you after a gig um they want to know what you're like so some of my you know favorite bands that are massive who i will never meet i can watch videos of them recording or touring and i can get a feel for their personality and i can you know go on the on social media and i can see what these people are like and you you kind of got to think about it that way which is you know to some people is like oh it's cheesy i'm kind of trying to be something i'm not you, you i'm not saying that you've got to be yourself um but you've got to be kind of authentically you that's a that's a phrase for the modern age isn't it um but you've, you've got to think about showing it and and how you do that yeah it's something that a lot of big artists do well is that people feel like they've met them when they never have and if you can kind of give that impression to your fans it will really really help with growth so that was another phenomenal episode of the music survival guide podcast we hope you enjoyed it you can get in contact with joe using joe at nevisaudio.com or with me at phil at vortisoundstudios.com that was a lot of ads um if you could give us a review on apple podcast that would be phenomenal and we would love you forever in a sort of metaphorical sense you can get on a facebook group which is the music survival guide podcast we'd love to see you there <laughs> 